Content warning. This episode contains a brief reference to self-harm ideation. It begins at the 1 hour 6 minute mark and lasts for approximately 15 seconds. Previously on Unbalanced Encounters. A gecko stands up and gives you a little wave. Am I a gecko? As I will activate my rage, the the sticker that uh, June has placed upon my back also starts to glow. Doesn't your back say I fight for the trees? Uh, Isaac opens a chest that contains Dale's shield. Isaac, you feel a surety of body. And we see Isaac Axe Drummer swing an axe and the silhouette of a head roll away. Miss Harissa. After her moment in the past, she realizes she's kind of absentmindedly rubbing um, what looks like a black button. What does Mr. Spinks think of this ridiculous afternoon? She kind of holds up Mr. Spinks. She kind of voices him and well, I, th- I think that Papa is being very mean to me. Stand your ground, and Safra, trust your familiar. Over her forehead is a, a bandana. She's got a little sapphire earring that she's attached to the top of that bandana. I got these from, uh, from your grandmother. She checks for her, her sapphire. It's gone. Oh my god, oh my god, oh my god, oh my god. You and I are going to talk, but we're not going to talk just yet. I've got to have a word with Axe Drummer first. He whips up this black dust cloud. And June, you are left alone. one and all and welcome to another episode of Unbalanced Encounters, the show that dares to ask what if D&D was made by Nintendo? I'm your host, Patrick Perini. <laughs> Say hi, everybody. Hi, everybody. Hello. What? Howdy. Hi. What's up, y'all? What's up, y'all? Cool. Uh, so yeah, I figured today could be a pretty light day. Uh, it seemed like we left things on a pretty chill moment in the last session. Mm-hmm. We could like Fuck off and shut the fuck off. How dare you? I don't even know what I'm doing. June's going to build a treehouse. I'm going to become a tornado rider. It's going to be great. It's going to be great. We're going to do like a full full side side episode. Wizard of Oz. It's going to get real Swiss. in meets Wizard of Oz. Sephra and Isaac are just dead. We're just dead. Aren't you guys dead? Yeah. Yes. They're unconscious. Yeah, 100%. Uh, how y'all feeling after Mad. that last episode? We left it on a bit of a stressful moment. Yes, I've tried. I to feel like block it I out. feel like. Well, I mean, Isaac wouldn't. Up. He's unconscious. Um. <laughs> yeah, he's taking. Yeah. He's taking a yeah. well-deserved I mean, yes. nap. <laughs> honestly, uh, honestly, Harissa also I think deserves a rest. Yes, I think that um, you know you guys have a little mm. little nippy nap at a tornado. That's uh, as good a place as any. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> oh my god <laughs> yes please <laughs> uh, 
Yeah. So we are, uh, we, we, we clearly left ourselves in a bit of a stressful situation. Uh, did we? You, did we? Yeah. Uh, you all finally encountered Sandalman, who seemed to be rather preoccupied with rectifying the felled elderwood in the cops that you found. Uh, I mean, Carl. it might be Carl. Um, that's a, you know, it's a, it's a thing that I think you should look into really. <laughs> um, but, uh, <laughs> you, you confronted him. He decided that violence was the answer today. You all met that violence until June actually managed to talk him out of it uh, at the last minute. And he decided that he was going to uh, take the people that he needed to have a conversation with and remove them from the vicinity. Uh, He did so by whipping up a tornado, flinging the bodies of Isaac Axtrummer, Safra Harissa, and Guard uh, around and around and around as they vanished into the forest. Yeah. I, I, guard, 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 I'm still in combat. Yes. That's where guard's at. Oh, God. Guard is still swinging. Let's actually deal with that, uh, guard. Uh, yeah. let's, let's, let's deal with that fact because you are currently in this tornado. You sort of are whipping past, you're kind of going kind of head over ankles, tumbling in this whirlpool of wind and debris and dirt and leaves. And occasionally you will see a glimpse of Isaac's unconscious body kind of tumble past you or Harissa's unconscious body sort of whip past you on, you know, kind of the far side of this this funnel. What does Guard do? Do I solve my axe? Yeah, of course. You've got all your Oh, I'm swinging. As soon as Sandalman zips by, I'm swinging at him with the axe. Okay, uh, go ahead and make me, go ahead and make me an attack roll. Oh, not that good, 12. The first swing that you sort of take misses, right? Absolutely, you just like whiff in the air. There's so much disorientation about what is happening here. You are so confused as to the fact that you have, I mean, you're a heavy entity, right? Like I think we've said on the order of tons, like you have just been whipped off the ground as if it were nothing. This is not something that I think Guard has experienced. You just miss uh as the monk is just sort of along the pole of this glaive whipping this tornado up uh and as you miss you see uh that a gecko lands on the side of your axe blade uh and skitters up and starts crawling up the handle now is not the time little creature as i'm still swinging it (laughs) it is just like holding on for dear life uh in this absolute insane situation but the monk is preoccupied uh maintaining this vortex you are you know kind of whipping through the forest right now uh you you can make another attack if you'd like um all right i'm gonna try to make another attack but if i miss this attack guard is gonna switch tactics or i'm gonna get a natural 20. uh amazing what does this look like from Guard's perspective? I'm swinging haphazardly, and then Guard kind of slows down a little bit and starts to watch the flow of the cyclone. And he sees the shadows of his companions. He sees the shadow of the hog monk, and he can kind of differentiate them. And he, instead of just swinging against the tornado, he kind of uses the momentum of the tornado to enforce the, uh, the 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 hit of his axe as he tries to strike into the hogman. I just don't think he can see him that well. So there's not like a part I'm aiming for. I'm yeah. just using the momentum of the tornado to strike at it. You swing at this hog monk, and you see uh, a hand fly up to deflect the blow instinctively. 
and you cleave through two of his fingers and then whip past his hand and into his chest. And you hear a guttural pain. Oh, gods and earth. Nope, 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 nope. All right, I'll deal with you another time. Uh, And you are pushed out of the whirlwind. You fly out and slam back against a tree. And as you sort of slump back against this tree, right, as you sort of the force of it kind of drives you onto your ass, uh, you feel it kind of scrape against your back, uh, the bark kind of digging in in places, um, and you feel something kind of bulging against your shoulder. Guard reaches up, tries to feel it. You reach up to grab it. Uh, It is the gecko that was hanging on to you for dear life. And as you pull it off of your shoulder, it kind of looks at you and it cocks its head and it just licks its eye and stares at you. Guard very gently sort of puts it down like on the top of his hand so he can kind of just hold it up and look at it a little bit more closely. Does it have the same markings, the same filigree? It does, and you see that as you are raging, kind of glowing in that blue tone that you glow, the markings on the gecko, too, have become a soft blue. Guard is going to take the gecko and put it on the ground in front of him and see if anything changes. Uh, it doesn't. It just sort of watches you for a second. You gonna pick it back up? Does it mind? Doesn't seem to. That was quite a ride. And Guard is gonna put him, put the gecko on his shoulder. As you do that, it kind of crawls forward, looks at your chest, and then follows like a filigree trail back to your back. Almost kind of, you feel it almost kind of exploring across your back. And as you sit there, you know, sort of having this experience from above, you hear, Man, that was crazy. You all right down there? Um. <laughs> that might have been the first time Guard ever said, um. <laughs> <laughs> Is there a person up there? Guard looks up. Nope, there's leaves. Uh, You see um, kind of some mottled fur up in the branches, but no, no people. Guard stands up quickly, picks up his axe almost like reactionarily and says, Who speaks? You can't see me? I mean, I'm right here. All right, hold on, hold on. And you see the mottled fur climb down a branch. So fucking slowly. As a sloth yes. cocks God, its head yes. <laughs> and says, I asked if you are. You alright, Molami? Cajun sloth. <laughs> Seeing that it it's it's not a it's not a, a combatant guard kind of puts his axe down again for a second. I am not sure. Does my back look fractured? 
and I'm gonna turn so turn it can see my back. I mean, is this supposed to look like a tree? I do not know. Kind of looks like a tree to me, friend. That's kind of cool. How do you speak? With words, more me. Same way you speaking to me now. Hmm. I think I am all right. Did you see where that twister went? And he drops down on his claws, just kind of hanging there in front of you and with one of his toe claws kind of points off in a direction. I think in that way, but... Damn thing moved too fast. It was like here and then BAM! Mm. And then gone. And there's you was! Up against the tree! I thought you'd be cracked for sure. It sounds like I am. Tell me. Do all creatures like you speak? All creatures speak? You speak, I speak. Except the gecko. They're not really a creature, though. They sort of spooky ghosties. I do not know how to feel about that. Could you point me towards the elder tree grove near here? Elder what? I don't really know how to find them either. Very tall trees grow in tight packs. They should be able oh, to Oh, you be mean spotted. the god trees. The what trees? God yes. Trees. One god. of my companions was in one. I would like to make sure that they are, are, are all right. Could you point me in the direction of these trees? Hold on a minute. I I mean, I answer your question. I I don't know. Somebody from outside the woods, they come cut them all down. It's a big problem. Piss off all the guys. But you say you're a friend with them. You're not like a big lizard? I have asked myself that very question more than once. <laughs> You kind of look like a big lizard, but if you're from... You're not from the forest? No. Where are you from, then? And there's a second where Guard hesitates, I think, before he answers. Uh, almost in a little bit of a haze for a second, whether it's just from the fact that he's talking to a sloth or slammed into a tree or something like that. Um... I am guard. I am sent on behalf of the Imperial Army to protect the town of Rally and ensure that it continues to produce Elder Resin. God. Guardian? Guardian, Guardian. Just guard. If you're not from the forest and you be talking to me right now, that must mean you're a guardian. 
you must be the one who got us divorced. I think that's it, my friend. I'm surprised nobody told you about this before. Now that I look at it, you got the same thing going on as the gecko. Yes, I've noticed. I am surprised that I've never seen a creature that I could converse with in this way before. From behind you, nestled deep in the foliage, you hear the low <laughs> growl of something in the underbrush. Is this a familiar growl? Yeah. I do not turn, but almost out of, like, uh, just from habit of doing it so much, Guard takes his hand and starts thrumming it on the ground, creating this sort of, like, deep noise that he would use to, uh, to reach out to the little beasties, let him know he was hanging out. You see a wolverine. A juvenile clamor up. You are far from the grove. Am I? What is it? Does everything talk? Guard is a wild thunder. <laughs> <laughs> Guard is just going to kind of look up at the trees for a little bit. You are. I think it's only just a little ways away. We've 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 started hunting a little and this seems to be within a pretty safe area. Are you in trouble? I saw you. I thought you might be in trouble. I do not know if I am. I haven't heard you speak in a long time. And the last time you were in trouble. How are your siblings? They're good. We're we're okay. We get by. The the forest is a pretty easy place to live without the Without the hunters. Guard is gonna like reach out and scratch under its chin. He just starts fully fucking purring. You tell me, how long has it been since you've seen the Wolverines? A month, maybe? Yeah. Since one of your longer excursions around town where you sort of allow yourself to get a little lost. It's been maybe a month. They're getting bigger pretty quickly. And they seem to have begun to take care of themselves a little more actively. But one thing sticks out to you, which is that if you are closer to where they their den is, where you know their den is, you were taken very far away from the Alderwood Grove. Yeah. Yeah, no, I'm realizing that now. I guess get going to get June is not, not necessarily an option <laughs> right now. Um... I think that guard is just going to sit for a little while um, with the Wolverine cub. Mm -hmm. I think as you're sitting there, I think that this sloth at one point uh, says to the Wolverine cub, uh, you looking for the god trees. You know of any grove? 
and the Wolverine turns back and kind of gives a little nod. I can take you there if you need. I think I do. Would you like to play a game? Yeah! Of course! Uh, uh, would you like to play a game? <laughs> way to go, Dark. I mean, way to go, what's Dark. Immediately, what's immediately clear here is that this Wolverine does not perceive Guard as threatening in any capacity. Right? Like, as, 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 like, as, like, somber as that line was delivered, this Wolverine is just like, fuck yeah, I want to play a game. Um, all right, Guard's gonna stand up. I guess I just hold my axe, right? I don't have, like, a place to put it, but I'm just gonna hold yeah. my axe. You see that several things are different about your axe. The handle now bears the same intricate filigree as your body and the geckos. And the face of the axe seems to bear the crude outline of an actual face. What what kind of face? Uh, so along <laughs> along the belly of the axe, there are some like rudimentary kind of jagged triangles that look roughly like teeth. Uh-huh. Uh, proportionately down below where an eye kind of sits up toward the head of the axe. Okay, I'm gonna look at the axe. We're gonna deal with you later, <laughs> one thing at a time. <laughs> I'm going to look down to the Wolverine cub. Um, Let us play like we did before. Do not let me catch you. Run. All right. Uh, And he takes off. And with that, we are going to cut. Harissa. Uh-oh. You... Shock awake at one HP. And the first thing that you see is Whiskers' prosthetic wooden mustache in your face, waving a little vial under your nose. And you feel instantly nauseous. Whiskers, please. uh, I'm just kind of like waving my hands in front of my face to kind of like get them away. (laughs) Yeah, yes, it's, it's... it's very unpleasant. Yes, it's very. I apologize in advance, Harissa. This was um, it was necessary to wake you up. We tried waiting, and it it, it has been some time. We were very. What worried. happened? Where where am I? Where is everybody else? And she kind of tries to get up like really quickly and sort of staggers around a little bit. Uh, as you do, you start to orient yourself to the fact that you are in one of your former campsites along the trail. Uh, It seems that when Whiskers and Leah were dismissed from combat, they began to return along the path that they had traveled. Uh, And you hear Leah, who is kind of sitting on KTA's back, say, We found you a couple yards up the way. You've been knocked out against a tree or something? Uh... We probably need to have a pretty urgent goddamn conversation about where everybody else is, but I'm glad you're okay. I... Wait, where is... Is there nobody else? Am I the only one that's... Well, we haven't exactly been looking. We figured y'all would handle your business and come find us when it was done. No, I need to... I need to start looking. Um, Well, hold on there, uh, Safra. You're about dead on your feet. 
death can wait. I I need to go find um give me some supplies. I need to go and have a look. Have you seen uh Harissa for going with I, you? Wherever you need us to go. It's not like we could make it back to Raleigh by ourselves. That would be suicide. I think like she holds her head for a minute and realizes the folly of trying to kind of go on her own and that she's in no state really and that she can't really remember anything past sort of shooting Sandalman in between the eyes. She has no idea where to even start looking. She turns to um, the both of them. I think we need to head back to the the last camp we were at. See if we can... You mean the the Elderwood Grove? Yes. I mean, did y'all take care of those weird-ass boar? I can't remember. I need to, all right, I need all to right, go and all make right. sure. Just listen, hop on Carl. Carl will take you. We'll start making our way back. You can rest for a little bit and we'll uh we'll we'll get we'll get there. The fact that you can't remember is um well and then Whiskers from behind says, Potentious? Yeah, alright, Whiskers. Alright, we get it. We get it. <laughs> Potentious indeed. Uh, so you have them start heading back. I'm going to say you get a short rest in on Carl. Oh, nice. Uh, go ahead and roll hit dice, uh, if you are so inclined. I would like you to please give me a survival check. A 21. Ooh. On a 21, you find a beeline to the Elderwood Grove. And I will also say that you manage to spot tracks in the ground. And these tracks are interesting. They are almost lizard-like. And all of a sudden, your memories of a dream involving a Komodo dragon start playing at the edges of your awareness as curious as I am I think I'm going to just keep pushing forward towards the grove because my concern for the others is a bit more pressing yeah I think that's just gonna just be more aware and kind of just keep an eye out and just kind of be a bit more paranoid fantastic (laughs) Uh, in that case, right. go ahead and give me another survival check as you move into the next hour of this trek. Okay. 20. A dirty uh, On a 20, you reach what you expect to be the final juncture in your return to the Elderwood Grove. And you see two important pieces of information. Mm-hmm. One, you pick up the trail of the whirlwind. Oh. And you can see it wind its way off into the woods. And freshly imprinted into that debris, you see those lizard prints again. Mm. Which direction are the lizard prints going in? Are they following the trail of destruction? They're following the trail of destruction. I I think she's going to, um, she'll turn to Whiskers and and Leah and just say, um, 
hold up here for a moment. I just, I'm going to go a little further down this track and just see. I do not want to take the boar into something that could be dangerous. Don't don't go too far. All right. All right. You make your way into the forest, and at this point, it is dark. You follow this trail. On a 20, you follow it easily, right? This is nothing. The woods seem to close in behind you in a way that is so very reminiscent of your previous night's dream. And all of a sudden, you hear... Grammy, is that you? As you turn to look for the Komodo dragon, a wolverine whips past your leg. Which direction is it heading? Is it similarly down the path? Past the way, like, back the way you came. Oh. You know, like, as as a player, you're like, I'm interested in what that is, but as a character, you're like, I probably wouldn't be interested. <laughs> <laughs> I'm making the decision of which way to go. Facts. Uh, Facts. <laughs> uh... Your game, baby. I think Harissa's gonna just carry on following the lizard tracks. I think that's more interesting to her currently, despite the weird weirdness of this Wolverine, which I know nothing about. Uh. <laughs> uh, you continue following the lizard tracks, and you hear something lumbering toward you. Uh, you have maybe ten seconds before this thing is on top of you. Whatever it is, what do you do? I would like to. Is there a tree nearby. Obviously, there's a tree nearby. <laughs> yes. Nearby that yes. Could... As a matter of fact, yes. Yeah. One that I could explicitly sort of get onto like a, a lower branch that I could kind of get sure. myself off the ground. Yeah, um, go ahead and give me an acrobatics check. I got five. Guard, would you please roll me a perception check? <laughs> My god, kill yes, each other. Yes, 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 yes. That's a 20? Yeah, on a 20, you absolutely hear and then subsequently very easily see Harissa like clamor in her, oh, fuck, in her oh, like fuck, oh, fuck. <laughs> furious <laughs> panic clamor up to the low branch of this tree. <sighs> I'm no June, that's for sure. Harissa. God, is that is that it you? Is. Are you okay? Uh, yes, I, I I saw a spider, but <laughs> never mind about that. Uh, she'll she'll jump back down. Um, <laughs> where where have you been? Where is everybody? I else? landed a blow on the hog man. And he threw me out of the tornado. I hit a tree, and that friendly wolverine was telling me how to find the Elder Grove. So I hit a tree, look, and I turn and show my back. And you see, like, basically, when you see, you see this like pattern. It almost looks like somebody took a pane of glass and hit it with a hammer, but the cracking uh, looks like the branches of a tree sort of sprawling up the guard's back. That's, That's really so cool. cool. That's really cool. I think Harissa will kind of tentatively kind of like put her fingers across it just to see if it is cracking at all or if it's just sort of like new patterns that have emerged um and when she's happy that you know guard is not broken um uh she'll kind of go back to the original points like with guard uh, what tornado where where is everybody else when we were fighting the hog man i believe we were close to victory and he sucked you Isaac and myself up into a tornado. You and Isaac were unconscious. And I believed you to be dead. It is good that you are not dead. 
I was going to go after the tornado, but a sloth told me that it was too far. So now we're following the Wolverine to go find June. But we should chase it if you want to. It is fast. I think we both got hit in the head pretty hard, guard. You believe the Wolverine is headed to the, the grove? It said it would take me there, and I trust it. I think she's generally impressed that it hasn't been aggressive towards him, so that's a little bit interesting in itself. But she doesn't know what to make of the talking to him thing. I think, Gard, uh, we need to find June and Isaac. Um, I have not seen them anywhere. I am concerned about Isaac. June is probably fine, but I would like to find her before too long. I do not know if she has been mm-hmm. this far out into the woods. She is still not the best at defending herself. Uh, as you say that, uh, a gecko falls from one of the trees, just like <laughs> into your outstretched hand in a manner that is eerily reminiscent of June fucking up trying to attack you almost every morning. Oh, I love it. And it like, it like does it's like a dramatic cute. repose yeah. uh, <laughs> with its hand kind of on its head. <laughs> and Harissa can see this, can she? Like this little gecko just being very dramatic yeah. in the palm of his hand. Yes. She's just gonna. I think she's just gonna fully like disassociate. (laughs) (laughs) What's happening? Um, I think, God, uh, maybe it might be a good idea if you want to follow the Wolverine to the grove, see if June is there. I will follow this path and see if Isaac is at the end. If there is any trouble, yell loudly. And with that, we move to June. What the <laughs> fuck? Get fucked, Y'all, I'm fucked. June, you have just been left. Literally in the dust. As the last few bronze rays of sunset disappear behind the western wheels, you are standing in front of the stump of a felled elderwood tree, the withered and dead husk of an attempted regrowth. That asshole. Left me here. That piece of shit. And she's kicking dirt around and grabbing at her head and then freaking out again because she doesn't feel her mom's necklace. I mean, uh, earring and just pacing and looking around and then goes to the tree. The tree that he, he was trying to regrow and gives a heavy sigh and puts both of her hands up on it and leans her forehead on it and tries to take a deep breath. I gotta calm down. It's gonna be okay. 
It's gonna be okay. Isaac's okay. Carissa's okay. Guard's okay. I'm gonna kill that asshole. (laughs) As you're kind of giving yourself this mantra, you feel your heart and your throat beating quickly, right? Like this has been a very stressful situation and you're just, you're, you're using your training. You're bringing yourself sort of back into the moment. But as it stands, you feel the thumping of your heart in your chest and in your throat and in your ears. No, actually in your ears. You can hear a heartbeat. And it's in rhythm with yours, but it's not yours. It's coming from somewhere outside of you. And all of a sudden, you can feel it in your feet, against the ground, and in your knees. The very earth beneath you is pulsing. She goes slowly (laughs) down to her knees and wonders if, like, her anxiety attack has, like... (laughs) Gone outside of her <laughs> This is pure disassociation, folks. This is the most disassociated you can be. I mean, we've all done it. Uh, we've all done it. Let's be honest. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> she goes on her knees and she kind of okay. like feels on the ground. You feel it pulsing back against your hands. And then you see blood-red veins spindle their way to the stump of this tree. Oh, she scrambles back. You throw yourself (laughs) back onto your hands and knees and, like, I'm imagining just crab walk back Mm -hmm. and look up as these veins gather into an arterial trunk around the base of this elderwood tree and then spindle out into crimson red branches. And then, in a voice that sounds like a hundred people speaking to you simultaneously, you hear June. And it is so damn good to see you. Do I recognize this voice? It is hard to recognize any one voice here at all. But June, you'd know this one anywhere. It's your dad. It's Dale. And the tree goes on, and just as quickly as you were able to catch a snippet of that voice, your father's voice fades into the background, and it says, It took a very long time for you to find us. But we're glad you're here now. Where, where are you? Where? And she's, she's looking around, trying to see if there's people around her. No, calm calm down, sweetie, calm down. No, no, did you eat my dad? Did everybody just get eaten by (laughs) these fucking trees? June, June, no. Your dad's gone. gone. 
He's part of the forest now, June. That's how it works. Is my mom there? Is mama in there too? If we tell you, will you promise to calm down a little bit, June? I, I ain't promising you shit. I don't know where this voice is coming from. We'd I don't like know to where. Explain. <sighs> okay, okay, okay. Just give me a. Okay. Take all, your all right. Time. It's all right. okay. It's not. It's okay. <laughs> she. She stands up and shakes out her hands, takes a deep breath, looks up at the sky. <gasps> all right. The, some disembodied voices are talking to me. All right, we're gonna be okay. It's gonna be fine. All right, I am ready. I accept. Disembodied, June. We're right here. It's us. And no, your mother's not part of us. I'm not sure if that's comforting to you or not, but she's not. Are you spirits? Are you... You would probably use the word God. (laughs) I'm sorry, what? God? One of many of this forest. One of countless in the world. We are the God of death in this forest. We return bodies to the soil so that they might provide a suitable substrate for future life. You're, you're... Okay, 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 all right, all right, all right, okay. So... The soil, the bodies, the dead bodies, go into the ground. And that's how these trees are being grown? That's how the, June, that's how Z. everything here is growing? That's, that's how, how everything, everything is grown. Everywhere. Alright, I you know what? That's actually a way better deal than what I thought might happen, so uh Alright, I'll I'll And as you're speaking to this thing, you can kind of see that when you really focus in on the trunk, it's just barely translucent. And you can see that dead husk of a tree that was attempted to, to you know, that was attempting to grow, that the monk was attempting to grow, slowly dissolving into a suspension in this larger blood stalk. Uh, is Isaac in there? I don't know where my friends are. And Isaac, Axe Drummer? Axe Drummer. No. Tall, angry-looking man. No. <laughs> Isaac Axe Drummer is still alive. Isaac has actually quite a job to do. Oh, God. Harissa, guard? Are they... We got no. attacked? Yeah, that was unfortunate. I will be having words with Porky, believe you me. None of your friends are with us, June. 
You can rest assured of that. Oh, thank God. Gods, I'm sorry. In fact, they all have... We appreciate that, honestly. Uh, And in fact, they they all have jobs to do. My friends? Much like you, June. I have a job to do. You do. I've had a full-time job trying to stop all of this for years now. And I don't know if you've noticed, I've been fired from every other dang job, so I don't... We all have our place, June. We all have the things that we were built for. The things that we were good at. We are not all meant for all things. You cannot expect Sloth to win a race. Can you? <laughs> June, sweetie, if I told you what was asked of you, would you consider yourself ready? Is that her dad's voice? Every time. It's cycling in and out. Oh, gosh. I, I guess I I don't sure yeah. You sound a little uncertain, don't you, June? I'm standing in the middle of a forest. My friends were just swept away by a fucking tornado turd, and I'm talking to a blood tree. I don't know how else you want me to act. But this is about the best you're going to get. That's understandable, sweetie. And I'm sorry that we couldn't tell you in a gentler way. Every time she hears her dad's voice, I think she takes a step closer to the tree. As you do, you get the decided sense that it is warm. (laughs) <laughs> Craig <laughs> Me no like him Me no like him Fucking warm tree dude Like hot? No just Warm Like a, like like the trees on a sunny day June The other gods Of this forest Have become unstable Is probably the best word to be Used here They are enraged and they are, well, frankly, they're inconsolable. Other gods? There are other gods, yes. Many of them. Are they all like this? And she's waving no, her arms June, like this. No. no, this is our chosen avatar. All, all of the gods have different ways of representing. Can I? Can I make a suggestion next time you decide to uh, represent? Um, maybe consider like one of the geckos or like a fuzzy sheep or something that's not full of blood. When you say geckos, you hear, oh, so you've met the geckos. Yeah, the little, little, they're all over the place, those little critters. 
kit. The geckos like this? are the well, they're the smallest gods of the forest. <laughs> I'm sorry, the little little dudes, like the little sweet things. And you see a branch reach up, hold itself near an elder wood bow. The gecko runs over. And it twists and bends its way back down to you. The gecko kind of rolling and skittering to keep atop the the flat of this oh, branch. Oh, don't drop him now. Don't drop him. She'll hold her hand. Uh, and the gecko skitters off into your hand and cocks its head at you and licks its eye. So you're a god. This is one of the gods. Cocks its head back in the other direction. Gives you a quick little shrug. <laughs> oh hell yeah you're badass i believe you this is what's gonna win over hearts this is what you can make stickers and plushies Amazing. out of not a blood tree <laughs> what what do you need from me what's my you said i have a job you're giving me a job are you hiring me i think it's more like choosing you she'll take a step closer you need to find a way to put down the enraged gods. And I know how ridiculous that sounds. I do. Da believe Daddy, me. how, how, Daddy, how do I do that? We don't know, June, exactly how to do it. We know only this, that the eldest of the gods of this forest have lost control. And they threatened to destroy it. Is this why the trees aren't growing the way they should be. Oh, oh no. Man, no, that's just boring. That sandal man? Well, he was regrowing them for a while, but he decided that was probably not a good use of his time. I kind of get that, because... Juniper? Yes? He too is a god. Well, he's not a nice one. <laughs> not particularly, no. But he is useful. And he does share our purpose. To destroy the angry gods? He wants to save the trees, I've been trying to do that. We know you have. You've been doing your best, but at this point, none of it is going to matter if you do not address the elder gods. How do I address them? You hear a snap of a twig from behind you and I turn around the tree <laughs> vanishes I don't this has got to stop okay and as you turn around you see Leah whiskers and guard where oh no daddy daddy and she's just looking around for that creepy-ass blood tree. It's gone. But you do see at the foot of the stump several little items. And as you whip around, your foot sort of clocks into one of them. And you look down and it's a torch. And then a tinderbox. 
and you see a gecko set your mother's earrings down onto the stump. Both of them? And skitter away. Both of them? Both of them. Oh my god, thank you so much, tiny lizard god! And she drops down, picks up the earrings. <laughs> oh god, oh mama, I'm so sorry. I'm so I'm never gonna lose them again. I swear to god, I swear I will never lose them ever again. I don't know what the rest of this shit is. I, is our, our guard and the rest of them, are they still there? Yeah, I mean, you guys are walking up. Guard, what do you do? Juniper, are you all right? Guard, there. No, there was a fight. There was a blood tree. I was God. You guys were God. You guys left in a tornado. And then I didn't know where you went. And where the fuck is Isaac? Where is Isaac? Where? And my earrings, my earrings are here. And then there was a tree, the blood tree with the voices and the many things. And then there was a gecko. And apparently the geckos are gods. And there's a bunch of them. So I don't know if they're like individually a different god or they're all one god. And I... ah. Juniper. And I'm just going to put my hand on her shoulder for a second. (laughs) In the way that I used to when I had like preschool kids that were having like little panic attacks. We just sort of like... (laughs) Try to just like calm their breathing. I'm not gonna say anything. I'm just gonna put my hands on her yeah. shoulder yeah. until yeah. she like slows down a little bit. <sighs> if it makes you feel any better, a wolverine told me how to get back here. That does not make me feel any better. Oh. oh am I? And she just goes to guard's chest and just like softly bangs her head (laughs) on it. And with that, we are going to move to Isaac. Yes, about time. Isaac, you blink and your vision sort of returns. It's hazy at first. It's very dark. You sort of iris out as you kind of come to it. You're kind of looking up. When you turn and then look back, you are staring at the face of a boarhead. And he goes, glad you didn't die. All right. Okay. We doing this. We doing this. And he gets up. He drops the shield, uh, picks up one of his hand axes that he keeps in his back of his trousers. Oh, boy. I you have like (laughs) one hit point. Okay. this is not. This is not like a useful thing for him. That's what we do. All right, all right. Let's go. I, I, listen, uh, you, I, just, just stay down for a little bit. Oh, huh? now we want to talk. Now we want to have conversations. I thought we would yeah, dance. Now we want to have a conversation. I, listen, that was before I knew about your damn oath. Oath? I'm talking to a pig person. I mean, I could. You want you want me to look like something else? And he just fully turns into like a human-sized cobra. Don't don't change it up now. I, I feel like we we built something at this point. I'm just saying how weird it is. All right. I mean, listen. I, I I'm not here to kill you. I want to say that very explicitly. I want that to be like the table stakes of this conversation. Is that I'm not here to Inside kill you. Inside chat. Uh, that's an eight. <laughs> he could if he wanted to. You look so much. You. You, Carl. This is Carl. I'm talking to Carl. 
having a bad dream. All right, that's like the third time you've called me Carl. Who the fuck is Carl? Carl? Is a very deceptive, villainous boar that seems that works for me. Oh, he's one of your boar. Well, I mean, he kind of works for me, right? All right, dude. So you have things to say that I, obviously I'm going to stop talking. I, have you really not pieced this together, Axe Drummer? They're just giving oaths to anybody these days. I swear to the gods. Uh, listen, your little towny thing has been chopping down my trees. For years. For a while, I figured, ha, huh, this is kind of weird, but humans only live for a couple of years, right? They'll probably die soon. So I kept them going. Anytime you cut a tree down, I grow back. You know how fucking exhausting that is? You just established I cut down trees, Carl. You think I grow trees? Have I been gardening this whole time? You've been watching me? Kind of creepy of you, Carl, just to be watching people. I don't know if I... I, the name isn't Carl, it's Porky. <laughs> Excuse me. <laughs> you heard me. So you'd prefer... Excuse me. You'd prefer me to call you Porky. <laughs> Too much. <laughs> Isaac has one of those faces on right now where he's like trying to keep composure and serious, but he's just like, listen, buddy, you're talking to the trickster god of the forest. Show some respect, would you? I understand. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, fuck me. You did it. I keep a straight face. I don't know why you can't. I I didn't name this guy. I fucking know. I fucking know. Um, We're being serious, Pokey. Fo- focus up. Come on. Yeah, all right, all right, all right, all right. Listen, 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 listen. We're going to do this equitably. You ask me a question, and I'll ask you a question. How's that sound? Isaac looks. is looking around. He is, is, his employees are gone. You are alone on the edge of a cliff. You see the ocean. And judging by the last few glimmers of sunset, it is the western coast of Astilla. It's quite a ways away. Figured we wouldn't be interrupted out here. Uh, one question? Kind of leans against his glaive, sitting back on those wooden sandals. Go on. Why now? Honestly, I think I got to answer about three questions before that. Porky, you're making this difficult. How are you going to tell me I had one question and you can't even answer the all one right, All right, all right, all right, all right, all right, all right. But don't blame me if it doesn't give any goddamn context. We have reached the point where the Elder Gods have lost their damn minds. My turn. Who is your oath to? Can Isaac, like, make a history check? Does he know what he's talking about? Uh, yeah, absolutely. Okay. Three. <laughs> I'm back to rolling. I'm rolling on good. A, on a three... On a three, could be anything, right? I mean, he could be talking about who was the last person you made a promise to, which would probably be June. There was something in your early days of being a warden that was called the oath-making ceremony. It was a procedural thing for joining the wardens. Yeah. Ceremonial type, like, military stuff. Are you... You working with Agrivar? Agrivar what? No. I don't know what that is. <laughs> so not the wardens. Not, nothing. 
You mean guardians? Guardians. That was one question. Well, wait, and then I asked a question. (laughs) Damn! (laughs) Milked it out of you, though. Amazing. All right, so clearly you don't know what guardians are. Go on. What's your question? You really don't know what your oath is to. So so magic's a thing? I, I... and he just starts pulling like s- like tied scarves out of his ear, a la like a stage magician. <laughs> and he's like, the fuck do you think? <laughs> All right, I'm going to give this to you for free because I'm a generous god. <laughs> there are four kinds of magic. Oaths are one of them. You took one. At some point, you have to know what I'm talking about. Whenever you've had like a moment in battle where... A swing just hits a little too hard. Or when you could patch somebody up on the field a little too well. Okay, so I made a promise and now I get promise powers. (laughs) That works. Promise powers. Now, who did you make your oath to? Recently? (sighs) You see a gecko crawls up onto his shoulder and looks at him. He kind of shrugs. The gecko kind of shrugs. These gods that are going crazy. How tough we talking? They're elder gods, so. <laughs> Just imagine I don't know what the hell you're talking about. I'll put it this way. One of them, that I'm aware of at least, is the size of a literal mountain. Think they're as scary as the Emperor? The what? I don't know who you're talking about. Just, just shooting in the dark here, Porky. We need, we need to establish. All right, all right. Hear, hear me out. Hear me out. Why don't I give you the summation of what's going on with me, and then you give me the summation of what's going on with you? Agreed. Great, wonderful. And he just apparates a little scroll out of nothing. On it, you see a little illustrated graph. He points to the start of this very windy chain and he he points he points it at a, at a little copse of trees and he says elderwood elderwood yeah right great elderwood are a regulatory system for the forest you see elderwood produces these little berries and he points to something that look a little bit like juniper berries the geckos collect those berries and they bring them to the elder gods and there's like a bunch of spinning tendrily twisty lines that lead to Uh, A giant mountain-looking thing, a giant umbrella-looking thing, a giant thing that looks kind of like a pile of sand, and a big tree. They're offerings. Ways of telling the Elder Gods that their world is in check. When those offerings dry up, the Elder Gods get angry. And at a certain point, apparently, they lose their minds. So now the Elder Gods are on a fucking rampage, and he rolls up the scroll. And we gotta do something about it. We, we, us, us, we, me, we, we. Axe Drummer, now I'll ask you again. Who is your oath to? Uh, Isaac just thinks back and he's like calculating all this crazy shit that he is talking to this humanoid <laughs> pig with. Um, boar, sorry. Uh, and then he just backtracks to moment that conversation in Dale's office with Dale and uh and when Catherine said that there there was a problem with the force. Well the, the the only promise I can think of is making sure Bradley stays alive. Oh for the love of fuck. 
All right. Okay. 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 Hang on, buddy. And he wraps his arm around your chest and your neck, kind of puts you in a little bit of a headlock, and the two of you vanish. And you reappear 30 feet up in the boughs of the tree. And he says, if you're going to be sick, do it over the side. And he disappears you again, and you reappear at the top of a tree. And he gives you one last sort of trust me look and does it again. And all of a sudden, Isaac Axtrummer, you are floating a hundred feet above the tallest tree in the Western Wields. And his robes are fluttering and your your gear is so heavy as you struggle to keep afloat. But he holds you up and he says, you made a promise to that. And he points over to the tiniest plume of smoke days journeys away. You want that to survive. The ecosystem has to survive. Rally is a part of this forest, not a thing unto itself. Everything from the smallest gecko to the tallest tree, the moss on the ground to the gods on whose back it truly grows. All work together to stay the fuck alive. And it ain't easy. So I don't know what you thought you were doing, but my friend, you made an oath to the forest. And you begin to fall. What does Isaac do? As he's plummeting, and in the understanding of somehow he's made a promise to the place that he's been destroying the past 20 years, he looks down as the ground is getting closer and closer and zooming in on him, kind of. And for a second, for a split second, he just closes in his eyes for the embrace and as he closes his eyes he gets glimpses of the people in the streets of rally the festival they just had and then uh, he sees harissa walking with guard sees june smiling with one of her new signs and he opens his eyes takes a deep breath and he's gonna reach out for whatever he can to try and like basically survive. As your hand reaches out, you feel the familiar weight of Dale's shield slam against your arm as you push yourself into a tree and scrape slowing your fall and you grab a hold of a branch and it tugs just a little and then it snaps and you grab a hold of another one and you manage to slide down to your feet. And Porky, who has been there for a hot minute, looks at you and says, you'll do. And with that, we are going to jump to 
Harissa. <gasps> you have been tracking these lizard prints for some time, and they seem to just wind ever further into the forest. And it, what's frustrating and a little concerning is that there are times when you feel like you can't quite follow the trail back. Like something is folded in between spaces and it doesn't quite line up in the way that it should. But still you pursue. Go ahead and roll me a survival check with advantage, please. Let's go. At 22. <laughs> on a 22, you get the drop on this thing from the trickles of moonlight that shine through the foliage. You get a glimpse of a wavering shadow just past the next bush and there's a little rustle and you hear a lowing and then it turns to face you and you see that the shadow so closely resembles the Komodo dragon what do you do? In Harissa's mind she just hears Grammy Rosa just saying stand your ground She's going to pull, I think, a torch out, light it, and just sort of, like, wave it and flourish it. As you do this, you see the shadow, now much starker against this torchlight, rear up against a stone. And it claws out, but it doesn't approach. Not yet. You have one turn before you think this thing is going to charge. What do you do? She is um, holding the, the torch firmly in her hand. It's just going to stay, take one large, heavy, intimidating step forward. Roman intimidation check, please. <gasps> 18. Most intimidating step of your life. Yes. Oh. All right. 18. Yes. That's a good roll. With a minus one. This thing has this thing also has a minus one. Oh. <laughs> That's really good. It's a four on the die. Great. This thing <laughs> panics and it lunges past you in almost the exact same way that the Komodo dragon did in your dream last night. This lizard blows past your foot and tears off into the underbrush. What do you do? Is there any way that I could grab it as it's going past me? It was moving too quickly, okay. but if you pursue it, you might get another chance. Alright, I'm running. I'm going for it. I'm chasing this thing down. You rush forward until you find yourself in a small clearing, a little glen, and no sign of this thing. And then you pull the torch in front of you, look down at the tracks. The tracks lead to the base of a tree, claw marks immediately in front of you. And you look up, and there's its silhouette again. What do you do? Step back a few paces and try and see if it'll drop down out of the tree. It falls down in front of you and stands on its hind legs and out pops a neck frill. Harissa, what does this lizard say? Safra, what are you doing? Put the torch down! <laughs> oh my god. Harissa in is literally oh. just going to drop the torch into onto the ground, completely frozen, just gobsmacked, drops the torch. 
Mr. Spinks? Tears sort of just streaming down her face. She just embraces him. She just hugs him. Welcome to the bit where we ask you for money? That's a little fucking weird. Uh, how did we start? How did we start? How did, no, friends, not. please tell me, how did we get here? How are we asking the beautiful people that are listening to this podcast to pay us actual real human dollars, and in Emily's case, specifically an only pound sterling? Uh, how, mm-hmm. what, what are we doing That's here? True. What the fuck? Well, it all started when Patrick decided to download a little app called uh, TikTok, and then mm. all right, maybe we, a little far back, maybe a little. I mean, you're not wrong. Oh, we're, we're, maybe a little farther back. That was too far. <laughs> Many <laughs> years ago, a young in man in the twinkle of took his first steps. Okay, okay, all right. I deserve that. His first breath. This is great. Uh, so uh, we are starting a Patreon and we are starting a Patreon first and foremost so that we can continue to afford to make this show because as it, as it, as it happens, things like hosting, recording software, uh, things of that ilk, they cost real human money. And uh, our hope is to be able to use our Patreon to, to be able to fund the show and continue making it literally in perpetuity. And, and you know, we might grow past that and do some bigger and better things. Uh, but I think that is is where we want to uh, start. I think that's kind of the goal. Um, but you might be asking, hey, like, I, if I, if this is a free podcast. I, I demand I demand satisfaction. I demand what I paid for, didn't pay for you. And you should get what you didn't pay for, for. free. <laughs> the, the podcast right. will be free in perpetuity. <laughs> However, our Patreon will be offering some lovely uh, rewards for the various tiers. Uh, and I, honestly, I would love benefits and rewards for Emily. Emily, could you, could you, could you, Thanks. could you do the thing? Could you do the thing? Could you do? Could you... <laughs> <clears throat> Thank you, Patrick, uh, and welcome to Unbalanced Encounters Patreon. In the first uh, tier, you will find, for only one pound a month, or what is that in dollars, I hear you ask? I don't actually know <laughs> it's a, what the it's exchange a dollar, rate is currently. It's a dollar. <laughs> <laughs> also, for one dollar a month, the first tier, known as Carl's Keeper, with this tier, you get a badge on Discord, honouring you for entering this tier. Um, you also get access to our original soundtrack, <laughs> produce... And composed by Sarah Roberts. Uh, and access to all full videos <laughs> of our recordings. <laughs> and play sessions. <laughs> I have to keep looking like, what is it? Oh, yes. Okay. <laughs> I, I might need a teleprompter. This is ridiculous. <laughs> <laughs> She's good, but this is how she's... Re- Craig, Craig, lead us the, read us the $3 tier, please. At the $3 tier, you get Moss Advocate. $3 per month. You can uh, name a P- NPC. Get your name on the show by submitting to name of NPC. DM picks names that fit the NPC in the upcoming episodes. Rebalancing. Our monthly talkback show where we answer your questions and lift the curtain and talk how we make these silly little stories. 
everything else. Of course you get everything else from Carl's <laughs> Keeper tier. This includes Discord benefits. Okay. <laughs> oh, you just named off everything else. Huh? Y'all. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> oh. Y'all. It's, it's not that hard. <laughs> this is not hard. Sam, if it's so easy, what do we get at our seven dollars? Yeah. So easy. Yeah, Sam. Yeah. Knock it out the Oh park. my gosh. The seven dollar no. tier. You ready? You could be a gecko guardian. You can submit homebrew items. Shape the future of rally by submitting homebrew items to <laughs> items for our PCs. You get stickers every three months. Get a custom sticker suitable for displaying your love of rally. Rebalancing live. Join our YouTube live to watch us record Rebalancing Live, where you get to see us act like total idiots. Uh, everything else, you get everything from the Moss Advocate tier. Oh, amazing. All right, all right, all right. So Sam did a good, a very good job. Uh, <laughs> Wait a minute. No, there's something wrong with this one. Is it that it's too good of a deal? It's a good deal. It's, it's such a good deal. It's a great yeah, deal. Literally, right out of the gate, mm -hmm. you're going to be able to send us a magic item. If you've listened to our magic item episode, you're going to be able to homebrew something that you suggest for one of our PCs. And there's a pretty big chance that's going to find its way into the game, especially if you act very, very quickly and get in early. Uh, we're going to be doing magic items at every level up, which, you know, there's going to be four or five more of those to come. And we are so excited for what you come up with. Uh, you know, they've done this in other actual play podcasts, and I've always been a huge fan of the brilliance of the audience and the way that they can encapsulate these interesting moments that the PCs haven't even had yet. You get that for seven bucks right away. You stick around for three months. You're going to get an actual physical sticker mailed to you once every three months that Emily has designed that represents something from the Rally Universe. They are absolutely adorable. We're going to be posting pictures of them all over our Discord and social media. They are phenomenal. This is KTA. by far the How best gift. This, is the, this is this is a gift to you and a gift from you to us. You're going to be able to submit some homebrew items, and we're very excited about that. Uh, so you get our unconditional love for the condition of seven dollars. Exactly, it's unconditional unless <laughs> unconditional unless, you, love, unless your but... credit card expires. Um, <laughs> given that given that the seven dollar tier is absolutely the best tier, Cinder, do you want to talk about our uh, most 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 secretive elite expensivest tier? You want to tell us about that tier? Ooh. I do. And my goodness, what an honor it is to ask me to speak on this tier. Before I do, though, I do need to just say one thing, because I think you, you, I think you, I think you missed something that I just want to underline here. Oh, but what did we miss, Sender? When you submit a homebrew item to be used in a campaign, that is a you are tangibly affecting the potential outcomes of the game. Like if you're yeah. listening to us and you're like, I want to impact the story. Magic items, that is a crazy powerful way to legitimately make an impact on the story. That's all I want to say about that. Speaking of other cool things, okay, yes. so this tier is for everybody that actually is a fan. <laughs> all those other tiers are for the loser suckers who <laughs> wish they were fans. Po this, the only real tier on Casuals. the list is the one that Casuals. you want me to read. Our top tier... Our TT, as it were, is uh, is the uh, is the rally defender. Now you might be saying to yourself, "What is that?" Well, let's be honest. It is a defender of rally, but more than that, wow. it allows you to see behind the curtain in the podcast in a way that none of the other tiers let you do. 
One of the op- one of the things that happens is that you get a chance to show up and take part in rebalancing our sort of side podcast where we talk about the show, answer questions. You could be a guest on it. But the other thing that you get here is you get to listen in on all of our meetings. You know, one of the things that we do, aside from just the goofs and the gaffs, is have a lot of meetings. <laughs> are they boring? Kind of. Do we fuck around a lot? <laughs> yes. So are they not so boring? Yeah, we Maybe. Really do. But it doesn't matter. Because you get to listen. Inside bits. Yeah, you get to see. So who are these people behind these characters? Is PC as organized a dungeon master as he is a Patreon person? Maybe. Who's to say? You. <laughs> if you join this tier. And you can join it and mm-hmm. see. Also, you know, of course, you get all the other things that were listed by my wonderful uh, co-creators earlier. Yes. Um, oh, yes. And at the end of the day... The most important thing is that this is the only tier that matters. If you want to support us in any way, this is the only tier you should join. If you can't <laughs> right, afford on, it, you should on, take a on. second job. <laughs> hold on, hold on, hold on, now, hold on. Now, yeah, hold, now on. hold on. What hold about on. what about that first hold thing? On. What about the first Sucker thing? Tears. What about hold the first on. thing? Sucker tears. Oh, oh my goodness! I forgot the most important part. I'm so <laughs> yeah, you I'm did. Sorry, I skipped it because I, yeah, you did. You know what? I'm gonna be honest. I'm I'm a simple man. Hold I'm on. drawn to bullet points, and I just looked at the bullet points. <laughs> I'm so I'm so disappointed in you right now. Okay, the 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 one that you know for everybody that's like, oh man, I want to build that parasocial relationship up. We got you, fam. Because if you join this tier, your name will get read out loud by us at the end of every episode. And if we say your name enough, it probably means we're friends, or at least we'll know your that's name. Right. At the end of the day, at the end of the day, uh, you get your name read out. You get a uh, special better badges and access to more private uh, channels within the Discord. And again, to Cinder's earlier point, you get to sit in on us uh, sort of having meetings. And 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 that might feel like a weird Patreon tier thing, right? Like, why would you want to sit in on having meetings? Um, it It is a way for us to sort of substantiate this idea that we have, which is that like the people who listen to the show are creators. They are our peers. They are people who have interesting opinions and are interested in what we're building. And we want to you know, again, substantiate that. We want to bring these people in. We want to have a level of transparency that that you might not necessarily have with other things that you back in Patreon. So you're going to be able to at least fly on the wall, sit in on financial meetings and marketing meetings and some of the stuff that we use to sort of run the show so that you have a, a sense of where your money is going, where your contribution is going, kind of a patron in the true, the true sense. Uh, and so, you know, we're very excited about that tier. But Cinder, no, no, the other tiers are beautiful. No, I, I know, I know they are there. What I was gonna say, let me. I was, I wasn't done. I wasn't done, but I was being polite. Okay. What, I, what I was gonna say was that <laughs> um, obviously any support you give us is incredibly kind and uh, and generous of you. Uh, you know, all of us really care about this. We love our audience, and uh, we are. Uh, we, you know, we really appreciate the support that you guys give us. All jokes aside, we really love you guys, and mm-hmm. uh, and we want to do more of this. It is, it brings us such yeah. joy to put this show together, and um, and like in the Discord, people that are reaching out, seeing how excited you guys get about it is beyond energizing. So, um, yeah. 
Any support you can give us is great, but also even just the emotional support I'm here for. That was, that was again, we, we, we appreciate any level of support that you can give. If you can give us any monetary support, our first goal on the Patreon is a break-even point for how much we have to spend every month just to make the show. Uh, so go take a look, mm. see where we're at. You can go over to patreon.com slash unbalancedencounters, sign up for a tier, uh, and you guys are, are going to have our undying thanks. And, and if you're not already on our Discord, please go join our Discord because that's where we're going to have the conversations with you guys. Thank Discord you. is free. Be able Discord to, is free. It's totally free. We just hang out. Uh, and, we just hang uh, out there. We're there. Very, we're there almost all the time, and uh, and we'd love to be able to interact with you as 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 co collaborators, as friends, and potentially as as backers of the show, as supporters of the show. Uh, so thank you very much. And uh, this has probably gone on way longer than you wanted, but hey, this is our episode. Uh, oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Go uh, go out and uh, and enjoy the rest of this episode. Uh, thank you very much. And uh, okay, we love you. Bye. We so what we're doing uh, next is actually the first time that we've ever done like a big proper out of character sequence on this show. Uh, okay. We are going to be leveling up and I want to do that uh, because I want to start us on a path of, of, of doing kind of we're going to batch level ups going forward and I want us to kind of talk about the mechanics and stuff right like we're into level three stuff starts to get interesting like what are we excited about using what did you get at level three obviously this is a big one because everybody gets their subclass um, but I want to spend a little bit of time doing some of the some of the, some of the, some of the little housekeeping stuff yes Wonderful, wonderful. Yes, yes. Uh, yes, we're cool with so, it. So, does anyone want to go first? I I Not want Sam. to see God, please. Go first. <laughs> right. I, I didn't know, know that we could volunteer other people. But I, I didn't know that, that was the plan. I wow. just I need to know what's happening. <laughs> what right, what, no, I think this is this is a really I good this that. is a really good place to start. Yeah, yeah, I'll go first. I'll go first. Guard is definitely the most unorthodox here. Mm-hmm. So let's uh Cinder, what 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 happens at level three for guard? So guard's subclass is a <clears throat> is a homebrew subclass Ooh. called the Path of the Warden. Um, which yes. is a barbarian that gains access to uh, casting in a similar way to the way that an Eldritch Knight does. Ooh, but instead cool. of being tied to wizard spells, it is tied to druid spells. That's really cool. So I will get uh, a couple cantrips and a couple first level spells. Um, uh, and then I, I think most visibly from this session you get another feature at uh, at third level yeah so the other thing is that i can now talk to small animals i love that yeah <laughs> so cool yeah. so small or smaller uh, animals that do not have a language i can i can now communicate to and i get three first level spells um uh they one of them can be any druid first level spell and then two of them have to be uh, transmutation or abjuration and for the one that can be any spell from that level i'm deciding between two and i'm trying to decide between fog cloud or fairy fire and i'm leaning towards fog cloud at the moment because i feel like fog cloud is more situationally useful and also a little bit more thematic feeling although fairy fire i think would be pretty thematic so i think i'm gonna go fog cloud what is Um, the size of fog cloud thousands and thousands of eons uh 20 foot radius so 40 foot total (laughs) diameter okay so not big enough to cover rally in a fog no but big enough to cover like uh you know big enough to cover a 40 foot bubble yeah 
yeah cool jump also sounds fun i like the idea that i can have a spell that makes it so i can triple my jump because that that i like the idea of guard jumping really high and far it would also be ridiculous to have somebody in the party have jump for june who's gonna have all kinds of crazy jump shit that she's gonna be able to do uh can you cast jump on other people oh you can cool it's not self it's touch yeah um so those that's that's kind of what i'm thinking i'm thinking uh the vibe that i want to go leaning into this i kind of want to go in like a swamp thing vibe where the way that my spells work it's less like i'm doing magic and more like the forest is doing things that are doing what the spells are doing Uh yeah exactly 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 very much the green very much the green is is the vibe that i want to go in so i'm trying to pick spells that fit that specific vibe the other spell that i've been thinking about that i'm really not sure about because it would just be flavor uh would be create or destroy water uh because that's such a very weird and specific spell uh, I just don't know if I want to commit one of my spells to it at this level. I might take it. If not this level, I might take it next one. Mm-hmm. Cool. I'm really excited. I think it's going to be fun. Uh, and yeah. Oh, also, uh, there's this other subclass feature where a uh, guard can turn into a thousand spiders. I didn't talk to Patrick mm-hmm. about it. Oh, shit. Now, but it's on the podcast. It's recorded, which means it's real. It's canon. It's canon. It's canon. I don't know. I, see, I don't know about those. I don't know. No, 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 no. A thousand spiders. No, 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 no. 900 spiders. Yeah, that's 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 going to be it. Spiders, just like. Okay. Next up, we are going to go with June. I'm looking for it in D and D Beyond. I don't see it as an option. The uh, you might need to go. Yeah, let me. You might need to go in and turn on non-standard homebrew content or non-standard content because it's um, it's it's Matt Mercer bullshit. Oh. <laughs> awesome. I'm taking uh, Way of the Cobalt Soul. And what does Way of the Cobalt Soul uh, get at third level? Uh, I get deflect missiles. Yeah, uh, we ran that once already, and and that was on uh, literally all of us. Four DMs in the room, and we fucked that up. Yeah, Monk shit is cool, yeah. and we want to use yeah, it yeah. at all times. I I I don't I, I don't say sorry. Okay, yeah, um, fuck we yeah. want to see some cool monk shit, and that's what we did. Oh, cool. You're you're playing way of the Cobalt Soul, uh, mm-hmm. which is an, a really interesting monk subclass, right? It's like this. I, I've described it as kind of almost more political in that mm-hmm. it's it's a little bit less about the actual violence that you do and a little bit more about the like the the consequences of those viol- of that violence um but i'm curious like what is what is the what is the big thing that they get at third level extract aspects which is also like bomb what is that um so uh i can strike pressure Sick. points to intuit crucial information about a foe um and i like to think about it like Almost in like Kung Fu Panda, you know, when he goes ding ding ding, like yeah, and it like that. lights up on the points of the people, like that's cinematic what I like masterpiece to Kung Fu Panda. Okay. Yes, uh, hell uh, yeah, yeah. Uh, you're damn skippy. It Kung is Fu the fuck, amazing. <laughs> so good. Uh, we stand yes. right black. <laughs> yeah. Wonderful. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I'm watching you, Pat. <laughs> Watch. Um, that's really fucking cool, right? Like that's that's um that's that's super super interesting. Um, totes yeah i don't uh, have to worry about spell slots i'm very <laughs> excited for that oh yeah uh <laughs> um yeah it's awesome i think awesome. june's nice. june subclass is interesting because it's it's pretty tightly tied to like we've and we foreshadowed this a little bit like your mother's training right and that process mm-hmm. and i'm looking forward to sort of exploring more of that as we sort of grow 
uh, as June sort of grows into this space a little bit. But I think that um, uh, this is this is a really cool kind of first thing that June gets right. Like this almost like magical insight into the things that she's fighting and facing, which I think is really useful because like shit's been really cryptic up to this point. Right. Like you guys don't really know what yeah. you're up against or even doing. Um it's going to be really helpful what to just like even doing figure out like, oh, this is this. What is this thing? And then you punch it. And you're like, oh, it's the trickster god of the forest. Great. And that like, that's useful. Cool. Yeah. No. And do you know what else is very useful is uh, having more than 13 hit points. Yeah. yeah no fucking kids. Very How many hit points do you have now? I have 18. Yeah. Nice. Nice, 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 nice. Oh, wow. Nice, 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 nice. All right. You fucking. 80 steps. You fucking paladin. We'll get to you. Sit down. Sit down. I didn't do that. Okay. BT dubs. Did you guys see D&D Beyond has yesified their logo? Yes. I liked that Pride Month. That was very good. Everything's yes. Come on, you know it's June. Oh, June. Everybody got to get yep. their little yep. June. Yeah. Pride Month. Yes, June is Pride Month. I love it. Yeah, Happy Pride. Happy month. Pride Month. Happy Pride happy Month. Pride month. Uh, Emily. Yes. Hello. I've already. Do you want to a... put us out of our fucking misery and tell us what your subclass is? Cinder has already guessed it. Um, okay, I know what it is. Sent me a little okay. DM. But yes, it is Drake Warden. Is the Ranger subclass that I'm going for. Yeah. And my Drake is, of course, the wonderfully frilled Mr. Spinks, um, who will grow as as um, things go on and as our bond gets stronger and what have you as we as we go, um, which is very cool. Um, I get I don't get any extra spells this at third level, except I get thaumaturgy. Thaumaturgy. Oh, it's a trick when you get as thaumaturgy. That's I do right. At third level, as a handy. What a creature. weird pull! I know. Such a weird thing to give a Drake Warden, but like, hey, I, you get to have a big voice now. That's always I fun. I do. I do. Um, also, uh, so with my small dragon, uh, with with Mister Spinks, um, who has his own kind of like little stat block and everything. Um, I, he obviously has bite and. Um, uh, he also gets like a draconic essence, so I can choose like a damage type for him, which I will actually be choosing fire for um, for Mr. Spinks uh, moving forward. So mechanically, mm. and you can do you can do as much or as little of this as you want, sort of narratively. But mechanically, you do get to change that. Yes, pretty frequently. Yeah, yeah. So if you want to reskin it, I mean, I don't, I don't know how often it'll be the most useful, but if you want to reskin it to something else, we can work on that. Yeah, uh, and they get. Uh, higher levels um the cone breath and stuff which can be any damage type regardless of what they're kind of like attuned to um yes. which is really cool uh yeah so um and there's infused strikes as well which i get um uh oh fuck me is, is did i just which is a reaction did we just fucking give harissa fire arrows hell yeah more awesome. damage. One of the cool yes, things about the Drake Warden is that the Drake can infuse anyone's attack. So if for some <gasps> reason Marissa wants it to infuse cool. um, June's attack or Give Isaac's attack, punch. it can also do that. You know. Oh, shit. Yeah. Fucking fire divine smites. Are you Hell kidding yes. me? Hell yes. Sweet. Uh, we got we got the queen herself, the dragon queen. <laughs> Emily's too powerful. <laughs> no. We take no L's. I got it. Level three. No um, 
Um, I'm just looking forward right. to Mr. Spinks being a giant pain in your ass. I think that's going to be so very gratifying. Um, just so you will know as well, we had a discussion about who was going to be voicing Mr. Spinks. Um, actually, yeah. And we decided actually it'd be, <laughs> I mean, horrific for me to bounce between the two for my, my mental health, but very, <laughs> but very fun. Um, when she doesn't want to say anything, uh, Mr. Spinks. Oh he's my so, he's gosh. Um, he's going to be that. But you said you didn't like him two minutes ago. Shut up, Mr. Spinks. <laughs> so, um, yeah, it's going to be really, really good for that. Um, oh my gosh. <laughs> I love him. I have a question about his. So when Mr. Sphinx, Sphinx, mm-hmm. Sphinx, Sphinx, Sphinx. Mm-hmm. when he takes damage, do you take damage or mm-hmm. he has his own hit point? He has his own hit points, um, things, and when he gets mentally, just, just I Emily, take not when when Mr. Right. Sphinx gets hurt. I mean, I think we will all we take will. physical true. damage. True. Um, but the good thing about Mr. Sphinx is he can't technically oh, die. Time. Um, he's a summon yeah so when he gets to zero hit points he kind of vanishes um but poof and then after a long rest or if i spend a spell slot i can i can resummon him Um, so he'll be back uh i don't know what the initiative rules are for mr Spinks, but i'm gonna say fuck them he goes on your turn yeah he does so basically um he shares my initiative but just goes straight after me so straight after yeah Yeah, yeah. perfect great that's the only sane way to do that druids can fucking eat it um Do you get anything else at third level? Uh, just obviously a dragon uh, for a pet. Yeah. <laughs> fucking um, all right. Ask an answer. Ask an dragon, answer. <laughs> I do get a draconic language or any other language of my choice. Um, but I've already got like six languages that we haven't like filled yet. So yeah, you get so many goddamn languages. So many. It's insane. It's um. So yeah, another language to add to my collection. Um. Uh, but that's that's kind of I think that's it. I'm, I'm honestly upset by how many languages that you know. I um, seven now. It's actually, crazy. do not let me move on without addressing the language thing. Okay, address it. Now. There's a very important thing. There's a very important thing for me to do before we wrap this this portion. Because okay. uh, everybody actually has some spare languages that we did not assign, uh, and we'll get to why in a minute. Uh, but before that, um, let's move over to uh, Craig. Do you want to tell us about? Do you want to tell us about? The consequences of Isaac's actions. Everybody, everybody's got all these goofy subclasses, all this new brand spanking. I went straight to the player's handbook. You know what I'm saying? Went old fashioned on you. But uh, (laughs) Isaac is all right, straight boomer class. I'm kidding, all you old fucks that play D and D. I mean, truly, Um, I think I think we have a fair number of people in our Discord who are like north of fifty years old, uh which I I honestly think is fucking dope. Right, like that shit, like especially because like if they were that fifty year old playing D and D, like the gatekeeping motherfucker, like they wouldn't be in our Discord. We don't brook that, but like exactly we got the cool we we got got the the tight grandmas up in here that's a and if they're under 50 that's a nat pod joke tight grandmas don't keep it he has to keep it (laughs) oh my god (laughs) yeah that was that was a lot that was a statement right there uh cinder what's up oh i was just gonna say (laughs) to anyone in the discord that's under 50 we don't like them yeah yeah this is a 50 plus podcast they suck yeah. <laughs> Including all of us. <laughs> Jesus. All right. Uh, Craig. Oath of the Ancients. Uh, you could say he took he took uh, Porky Carl's word for it, and he's like, all right, let's 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 see what's going on. Actually, Isaac doesn't know what the hell's going on. Uh, but um, 
I have some channel divinities uh, at third level. And the first one is Nature's Wrath. So cool. You can use your channel divinity to invoke primal forces to ensnare a foe. As an action, you can cast spectral vines to spring up and reach for a creature within 10 feet of you. Creature must succeed on a strength and or deck saving throw, its choice, or be restrained. While restrained by the vines, the creature repeats the saving throw at the end of each turn. Uh, And then uh, this other channel divinity is Turn the Faithless. Uh, You can use your channel divinity to utter ancient words that are painful for fae and fiends to hear. As an action, you present your holy symbol, and each fey or fiend within 30 feet of you that can hear or, or hear you must make a wisdom saving throw on a failed save. The creature is turned for one minute. Or Very fucking cool. Uh, so I just, I just, I just, I gotta think of some goofy ass shit that Isaac is gonna say because obviously he has no holy symbol. He's just gonna be like, hey. Hey, uh, I like I like this a lot because we just we oh. just started to establish like what is Fay in this in this space, right? That's true. That's why. Um, so we that's gonna be very good. It's the gonna be very good. Look at each other. We're just like yeah, yeah. Um, uh, if you guys haven't noticed, uh, I'm playing uh, Isaac. This is talking to the podcast. <laughs> Or the people listening. Um, I mean, you guys can listen to it. I don't give a fuck. I've been playing Isaac as a, a very defensive character. So um, a lot of my choices in his class and whatnot are, are going to be very uh, supportive. To all my friends making a lot, doing a lot of damage and doing a lot of cool shit. So uh, spell wise, um, Oath of the Ancients comes with Ensnaring Strike. Ooh, that's going to be good. And as, uh, we... We're gonna have some fun with the, the spell speak with Anna. Everyone's gonna be speaking with the forest um, animals. I'm so happy. Dude, we are gonna. We're fucking. We're Doolittle, and we are so. See, we who, are Doctor Doolittle. Who's gonna look like the crazy ones now? <laughs> yeah, this June's is like, gonna be the only yeah, one that can. Wild Thornberry's Doctor Doolittle. I did not exactly expect this um, game to be speak with animals. The campaign. Pat, you but started I, yeah, speaking to did. us I, first. Yeah, definitely did. Yeah, definitely did. <laughs> um, and then I get to choose, I believe I can choose some other spells as well. Uh, bless. Compel Duel. Oh, I like that. Cool. Compel Duel is really good. And Thunderous Smite. All of you should have a mark somewhere on your character sheet that you can uh, update here. Uh, you all now know Sylvan. Uh, oh, I think I had that. Oh, pooper muffin. Uh, it should have been marked on all of your character sheets with a little asterisk or something saying level three. Mm. Um, but you all, you all now know oh, yeah, Sylvan. Uh, and interestingly enough, that has been what we've been speaking this whole session with the exception of Harissa to Whiskers and uh. Leah. Uh, you tell me what language you speak with, with Spinks. I think I think it's canonically draconic, but mm-hmm. I think we can we can make that Tanin if you want. I think um, that's I think that's right, I think. Um, that seems right. Yeah, her mother yeah. tongue. Yeah. So uh, you haven't been speaking Sylvan, but everybody else has, but you do now know Sylvan. DM. This is literally yeah. my first paladin I've ever played. Um, Isaac's feeling 
kind of good in this woodland area because he is immune to disease. Now, yeah, that's true. Paladins, man. Paladins are good. Got a little yeah. shield on D and D Beyond, yeah. where it's those. That's a lot of fun. That That's a lot of fun. I think Guard's also immune to diseases too, right? <laughs> yeah. Is he? He could get a virus. <laughs> oh, go home, God. go home, and no. like, <laughs> go home. <laughs> 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 fucking malware on fucking Guard. Mm-hmm. Did we get VPN for Guard? Shit! I'm not somebody. saying you guys are targeted on plot threads, but I'm not saying you're not. There was a charisma oh, save. There was a charisma <laughs> save. I don't like that you was saying things like that. Skynet has come oh, uh, We're gonna we're gonna do a little bit of a lightweight kind of fourth wally scene here, mm-hmm. um, where uh, mm-hmm. I'm going to say that you all actually make your way back to the Elderwood Grove. And uh, and I think to save the audience uh, some time just fully recounting everything that they just heard, uh, I think that there is an intermittent kind of moment here where uh, Porky brings Isaac back to this grove and just sort of recounts everything uh, that he told Isaac uh, and kind of turns to all of you and says... Any questions? As soon as Porky and Isaac drop down, June is tearing off to Isaac and just jumps on him. Big, big hug. Hey, okay. Uh, I mean, you just hear him. He's hurting. (laughs) All right, all right. So you told us about these elder gods and whatnot. You haven't really asked about our big boogeyman we have to deal with. Don't care. But at least he's honest. Well, I'm 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 gonna be honest with you, uh, Carl. Parky. God of this Yes, fo- you you keep reiterating that, but um, what what I need you to understand is there are individuals that believe themselves to be gods as well. And if we don't show up with what they want, they will become just as chaotic and angry and insane as what you're saying he speaks of my employer so we're kind of in a in a in a tough spot here for you not to care but if we're gone we can't really help you and these gods in what, their situation what, so i mean can they not ampersar not just like figure something else out absolutely yeah, that's that's exactly what the well, Empire's gonna uh, do. Just not They're with gonna... the Elderwood. Like, why does it have to be the Elderwood? Angstromer, why do you cut the trees down? We cut the trees down because they're this special magic juice. Because Isaac is trying to think back to how it was explained <laughs> to him. Uh, and, and this magic, this magic juice, uh, the Empire uses to make very big uh, weapons of large amounts of evisceration. I'm sorry, what? That's disgusting. They make big booms. Booms. Booms that could destroy Rally. Booms that could, that are trying to destroy uh, Agrivar right now. So we, we've been supplying gunpowder to make bombs? Gunpowder is an understatement, frankly. Yeah, I mean, Harissa, you've seen this mm. this used before, right? Like, maybe not at big scales, but you've certainly seen somebody cast Fireball, mm. right? That's horrible. For the past 20 years, it's also supplied you with everything that 
your life has given you. The home that you live in. Where everyone else lives. It's, what, we... it's what your parents and I came up with in a very shitty situation. So, if I'm understanding this correctly, you yes, Carl. are being threatened by some sort of non-forest god. And your loyalties are tor- torn between the non-forest god and the forest. I wouldn't say there's any loyalties whatsoever. It's more of a thing of death is... is is a period and a sentence that we want to continue. Uh, go ahead and roll me a persuasion check, if you would be so kind. Uh, from the background, while that's happening, you hear Whiskers just lean over to Leah, just like, I told you there were very strange things in the forest. I think we should probably consider moving. Oh. That one. <laughs> uh, you rolled a nat one. Porky looks at you and says, I'm going to be honest, not a heck of a lot I think I could probably do for you. Could you help me? Help you do what? It is hard to explain, but I know that if Rally does not work towards clearing the Elderwood trees, I will take up arms against Rally. I have not been this far into the woods. I have not been able to articulate this before. I worry that when I return to Rally... I will not be able to articulate this concern again. And I do not want to take up arms against Rally. Uh, a guard, you've never hurt us. We're your family. All of Rally is your family. God's a tool of the Empire. I mean, he's also a tool of the forest. He's not a tool. He's not a tool at all. The sloth called me a guardian. Yeah. See, he there go again. Those guardians. He makes is, friends everywhere he goes. He talks to to sloths apparently, and he's interested in nature. You guys talk about guard as if he's like an object, or uh, as you said, a tool. It's not a tool. She kicks a rock. All right. So after what guard just established, uh. I really don't know what you all expect me to do, right? Like, I try to keep the peace in the forest. The forest is fucked. And at least the two of you are now metaphysically bound to this place. What about things that have already been cut down? They'll grow back in time. So we can use whatever has already fallen? If you want this one tree, you can have this one tree. If it buys you time, it buys you time. You want us to save the wood and rally? I, I believe we, time is what we're gonna need. He looks you up and down, and he gives you kind of a conciliatory nod. I'll think on that, but I also don't think the time is gonna be the only thing that you need. You're gonna need tools. Ah, slaps guard on the back. Well, yeah, but also more than more than that. Guard's gonna need tools. Come to think of it. Extra armor, let me see your shield. Uh, gingerly slowly starts handing the shield to Carl. Porky takes it. And he holds it, and he's looking it over. I don't know why you were Balking so hard when I asked you what your oath was. It's written all over the damn shield. Walk in that direction. 
and he points away from the shield. Just, just, just walk. You heard me. I'm, I'm just walking. Yeah, I bring a friend. I bring whoever you want. You're only going 15 feet. Carissa. Right. Uh, yes. Why don't you come walk with me real quick? Sure. Uh, she'll just kind of confusedly just sort of walk beside him as he kind of walks away from Porky. <laughs> uh, as you reach, uh, actually, Isaac, what's your charisma modifier? Yes, a plus two. Oh yeah, as you get eleven feet beyond the range of this shield, it vibrates, shakes, and boom, rushes over to you, and you catch it. You kind of stumble a little bit. Fuck what yeah, dude! Oh, I saw oh, like dodge out of the way, yeah. like that. Oh, <laughs> Uh, actually, as a matter of fact, uh, Harissa, I, I'm going to need a, a deck saving throw uh, from Aww. you and Mr. Spinks. I got a nat 20 to make it a 25. You, you and Mr. Spinks, just, yeah. you just whoop, whoop, and say. get out of the way. Uh, and Isaac, the shield lands on your arm uh, and you hear uh, Porky say, yeah, that shield is uh, part of your oath there, buddy. You're not going to get rid of it so easily. Uh, and you now have the captain's shield. <laughs> Emblazoned with the sigil of the Agra Wardens, the shield bonds with its wielder rather stubbornly. While you are not incapacitated, the shield will automatically return to you from anywhere within a radius equal to five feet times your charisma modifier. In addition, when a creature you can see attacks a target other than you that are aligned in service to your oath and within the shield's return range, you can use your reaction to impose disadvantage on the attack roll. That's so cool. Even if a creature is normally an ally, if it is not acting in service to your oath, they cannot be the target of this feature. Oh shit, what's your oath again? Uh, it's a rally. Protect rally. Uh, I think as well, uh, Mr. Spinks is just gonna be it. Watch when you put that next time. Need to kill oh, me. What the hell is that? <laughs> what the hell is that? Ives right, so takes out his axe. What is that? What is that? It's everything in this forest talks. <laughs> Mr. Spinks is kind of like on my shoulders, just kind of like holding my head. You know how toddlers do when they're like getting a piggyback, just like mm-hmm. holding on. And it's like, oh, uh, <laughs> this is a- Mr. Spinks to you. <laughs> don't don't mind. He ha- he has a big mouth, but he's fine. He's fine. What are you saying? A big mouth? Hey, uh, lizard lady. Uh. <laughs> uh. Yes. <laughs> you're Tanine, yeah. Yes, I am. That you're familiar. I suppose he is. Yes. You had him as a doll, right? I did. I did. Would you? I, why am I shouting twenty feet away? Walk over here, and uh, you told us to walk. Yeah, to do the shield thing. I was being flashy. Enjoy it, Carl. Carl <laughs> next time, just tell me what's on the shield, and that way we ain't gotta walk. It's porky oh, walking back. Carissa, uh, <laughs> as you walk up, uh, he says, um, "You have any uh, anything left of that doll?" Uh, she instinctively kind of puts her hand to the button. Um, yeah, I don't right. need it. It's fine. Uh, do me a favor. That was its eye, right? Yes. Yeah, just throw it up. Throw up my eye! No, this this eye 
Sphinx, it's fine. Uh, she's amazing. Pull it off the cord and just sort of like you're flicking a coin, just flicks it up. Uh, I love that because instantly your vision snaps into this thing and you are just spinning rapidly as you fly (laughs) up into the air. (laughs) Harissa. Yes. While I drop to the floor, very dizzy. uh, Yes. uh, (laughs) You. Now have the button eye of Farsight. When attached to its doll, this button eye kept watch over a small child. But now it bears all that promise of protection to watch over its wielder. As a bonus action, you can see through the button eye until the start of your next turn, gaining the benefits of dark vision out to 30 feet. The button eye can look in every direction. During this time, you are blind with regard to your own senses. So cool. Uh, kind of so neat. Catch it again mm. and shit, fucking shit. Very dizzily, just kind of. I'm just gonna put it in my pocket for now, just to just to take a break. <laughs> from, <laughs> from, from, yeah, you might want to get used to that. It takes a little bit to pilot. Yeah, yeah. <clears throat> kid, your name's June, right? I don't. Do I really look like a kid to you? Twenty years old. I'm four thousand. <sighs> Sorry, sorry. You're all fucking children. Yes, that's my name. The geckos tell me they brought you some earrings. My mama's earrings. Interesting. He kind of looks a little puzzled at that, like he didn't expect them to belong to someone else. Can I? I'm not going to throw them in the no, air for no, you. No, no, They're no. They're staying right here. <laughs> can I Can I see <laughs> yeah, them for a moment? She'll pull them out and hold them up. And he holds out his hand with, like, a very deferential, like, I know you don't fucking trust me. That's warranted. I'm not going to fuck you over here, Nod. She very slowly puts them in his hand and drops them. Says, I swear to fuck. They're not going anywhere. I just want to look. And he looks at them a little bit more closely and proceeds to tell you that you have the earrings of augury. In the course of political stewardship, it is often useful to glimpse the future. Portents shimmer in the blue facets of these sapphire earrings. Once per long rest, the wearer may roll these earrings to cast augury. That is so cool. cool. It says page not found. Oh, fantastic. (laughs) I'm fixing this. I was going to wait. I'm fixing this. I'm fixing this. this. (laughs) I'm fixing this. All right, now it should be there. <laughs> now it should be there, damn it. Now it should be there. Uh, Thank you. I was like, I was like, uh, <laughs> so cool. Uh, that is so, oh, uh, she turns to Harissa and says, Harissa, uh, have you ever pierced anybody's ears before? I'm going to need a. We're doing this now? I'm going to need some ear pier. We don't have to do it now. But I mean, if you want to like Harissa, will you help? go pierce your ears, that's fine. I've, we got one more of these, so. Oh, you. You got to sanitize it. I wanna, I've done it before. It's fine. No, we'll do it later. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Porky <laughs> looks up and looks over to guard and says, Odd one out, huh? I suppose. Guard is going to look down to uh, his hand that's missing the fingers that he cut off. You marked me too. And then guard's going to turn and show the cracks on his back from where he hit the tree. Porky kind of gives you an appreciative, like, that's a decent scar kind of uh, kind of nod. And then he sees your axe. Oh, yeah, there it is. 
Y'all came strapped. I don't know why you didn't use any of this stuff earlier. He takes your axe from you and sort of hovers it around. This is actually probably the best of the of the group. This right here lets you talk to the geckos. What? Guard, you have the lore axe. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> I'm done. I'm I officially quit. I officially quit. I'm bouncing counters, Riley. Uh, it was nice, guys. Will... Some cute trailers. It was, it's been fun for the most part, but I'm done. The handle oh of gosh. the axe is bound by twisting vines that seem to burn their way into the wood. A toothy maw seems etched faintly into the belly of this two-handed weapon. When evoked, it opens to speak to the guardians of the trees. For ten minutes, you call forth the tree spirits within thirty feet of you, giving them the ability to communicate through the axe and follow your simple commands. You can question the spirits about events in the forest, gaining information about creatures that have passed, weather, and other circumstances. You may do this once per short rest. Very cool. That's so cool. The fucking Lorax. Guard is gonna oh, take Lorax. the axe back from uh, Porky. What is a guardian? You, you fight for the trees. But I work for the Imperial Guard. I, 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 I cannot stress enough that I have no idea what that means right now. Do you know how many empires have been in existence on this island for the last 4,000 years? Can I make a confession to you? I guess. Sure. Uh, And you see that he, like, reposes upon, uh, like, one of those, like, uh, Viennese therapist couches (laughs) that just, like, (laughs) evaporates into the space. Guards kind of, like, holds the axe in his hand and looks it over. I do not really know what that means either. Listen, you all seem like you're going to need to get your shit in line. Those two over there look like they've just seen a ghost. You're probably going to need to talk them down a little bit. And he sort of gestures over to Leah and Whiskers. (laughs) Good point. (laughs) Oh, that'd be fine. I don't know what business you have with mortals. Whatever it is, I'm sure it's important to your mortal lives and what not I'll do what I can to help but I don't expect that to be much figure out your business and then we need to get to work I'll give you one month